On this week's episode, we welcome Kimberly Klasik. A feud between two well-known women in the conservative movement is drawing a lot of attention after a heated exchange on social media. And now Kim Klasik has responded to some accusations from Candace Owens. First, let's take you back to the beginning. The controversy all began more than a week ago when conservative commentator Candace Owens tweeted about black Americans waking up to, quote, psychological warfare and being brainwashed to believe everything is racist. Well, in a now-deleted tweet, former GOP congressional candidate Kim Klasik responded to Owens calling it a classism issue rather than racism. She also accused Owens of having a, quote, lack of engagement with black people. Well, that sparked a whole back and forth with Owens accusing Klasik in an Instagram video of hiring a Democratic Party operative to work on her congressional campaign and then misusing campaign funds. Well, Klasik finally broke her silence and talked to Washington insider Armstrong Williams about those accusations. If she was the detective that she pretends to be, she would know that all of the clubs in Baltimore City were shut down due to the pandemic in Baltimore. Uh, so there was no possible way anybody was partying in a club or able to launder money into a club that was completely closed. And Armstrong Williams joins us right now. Good morning to you, Armstrong. The interview uh, gained plenty of traction online. First, give me your thoughts on what's transpired between these two, especially when you think about uh, how this started in the first place. Two very important voices in the conservative movement. Uh, one was a, a candidate for mayor in Baltimore. Other built, has built an extraordinary following. Um, and they just happen to be black, which is something that is very rare. And to see this kind of feud being aired out in public is actually pretty sad and disappointing. I know both of them. And you know, whatever issues they have, you would hope that they could resolve them in private. I mean, there are so many other issues that have up utmost importance, but yet this feud has spilled out in the public. You know, it's interesting, Jan. I, I don't even know if you follow what's going on within Fox News with um, Tucker Carlson being accused of being a source of, to the New York Times and and Hannity and those leaking information and they're backbiting each other. And that is spilled out. So it's very interesting, these conservative icons, um, the rift that exists. And, and it's more than just petty jealousy. They really believe that if you cross the line to do bidding with the New York Times as a source, or if you're involved in a campaign and you use a Democrat operative as a source that you may pay money to, you cross the line. And it's almost a declaration of war. There's just literally no tolerance for it. And it's not just Candace and, and Kim. I mean, you, I mean, that's why I injected Fox News into this debate. Uh, hopefully, um, they've toned down. Um, they've realized the damage they've done. It has really been very, very devastating to Kim Classics. I mean, she lost her book contract, speaking engagements. And more importantly, I do th think that Candace raised some very important issues about transparency with finances. It doesn't matter whether you're conservative or not. If you're taking the public's money and there are allegations that you're not spending it wisely, you should be very transparent and do it given an accounting. And you know, many of those issues were addressed in my interview with Ms. Kleisig, but we never really got into the finances. But I do think that she owes the public an explanation. I think she has an explanation and you just can't sit on that information and say, I'm not gonna respond because it only adds more fuel to the fire. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of the Armstrong Williams Show. We're on uh, with um, Kimberly Klasik, uh, who ran for congressman in Baltimore. 
And the latest is between she and Candace Owens in this public feud. And she has not said anything as a result of the salacious allegations. And this is her first public statement. Kim, welcome to the show. And obviously, you're in shell shock from the allegations and the things that are happening to you in your career. Talk to us briefly about what you have to say about all that has gone on. Yes, uh, thank you, Armstrong, first of all, for having me today. Um, I am in shock. My family's in shock. We have private citizens and businesses that have been put under fire. They are also in shock. Uh, but we have not actually spoken out until now uh, because we wanted to make sure that we all obtain legal counsel uh, so that we can move forward the correct way and the intelligent way. Um, but, you know, this all started out uh, from a tweet. Uh, I think there was uh, some misleading uh, information out there. Some people thought it was from a tweet of um, Candace's dislike for Juneteenth. That is a lie. That is wrong. Uh, this tweet that was sent out, she uh, said that uh, something about Black people being brainwashed and by Democrats and they have to wake up in their communities. I quote tweeted that tweet and I said, you know what? Black people are not brainwashed. A lot of black people in underserved communities know that it is classism, not racism. Uh, I said, sometimes the loudest voices with the loudest platforms uh, have the biggest mouths. And I said, you know, this might come as a shock to you because of your lack of engagement in the black community. That Armstrong was the tweet. That is what started all of this. Uh, and that's why we're here, I guess, at this point today. What about the allegations? I don't want to get into this. I mean, that you're some kind of an operative for uh, Republicans and their money and you support Democrats. And obviously what you did in your campaign when you ran for office, you wanted to really understand the communities uh, and you hired an expert who just happens to be a Democratic uh, operative to sort of help you with the messaging. Correct. Um, if anybody knows anything about running for office, especially a congressional campaign, as you do uh, and so many others do, uh, but this individual, Candace Owens, does not. You hire a Democrat uh, that has the voter information uh, that allows you to see which independents and moderate Democrats are good to target, to hopefully go and knock doors, phone calls, to persuade for their vote. It is a D-plus-30 district that I ran in. You would have to reach the Democrats in order to flip this district. And so we hired uh, Democrats and Republicans that had this voter information so that we can target everyone uh, that was an active voter in the past five years. And that's usually how this works. But again, if you've never run a campaign, if you've never run for office and you've never worked on a campaign, you wouldn't know that. And that is why I am defending that issue, because Candace Owens has never done that. You know, I know people who know you very well, and they vouch for the fact that you've never been involved with drugs, taking drugs, but yet there's allegations of cocaine use between you and your uh, ex-husband. Yes. Uh, so my husband and I are estranged. We actually separated in October uh, before the November elections. This is not something that I talk about because obviously this is a private matter. My husband is a private citizen. He does not like the spotlight whatsoever. He's a certified public accountant. And so she made the allegations that we were laundering money and doing drugs and recruiting, uh, I guess, women to a, a adult club, uh, which is basically saying that we are uh, accused of human trafficking. She made all of these allegations to, about a certified public accountant and a former congressional candidate. She said in this video that she could not verify any of this information. She said that we were partying in a club during the campaign with campaign funds. 
uh, Armstrong, if she was the detective that she pretends to be, she would know that all of the clubs in Baltimore City were shut down due to the pandemic in Baltimore. Uh, so there was no possible way anybody was partying in a club or able to launder money into a club that was completely closed. You know, I know uh, there are the allegations about your being a former stripper. You know, people don't understand. All of us have passed. None of us are perfect. We do things in our lives that we're not proud of. But, you know, uh, we're forgiven and we become better people. It's, you're not the person who you were years ago. You're the person who you are today. Uh, that is true. And you know what? I feel bad for all those young women uh, that are now, you know, out there that probably thought, you know, why would she attack other women uh, for doing what they can maybe to make ends meet? You know, who is she to tell anybody uh, what job they could or could not do when it is legal? Uh, and, and, you know, it is legal to be a, a, an exotic dancer. That's not an illegal job. Um, but I feel bad for all those women that currently have that occupation that probably feel attacked right now. You know, the main thing we wanted to do was have you on the day, give you a forum um, to share your perspective instead of not just saying anything. I mean, we wish you well. It's so unfortunate to see two powerful, very accomplished women involved in this kind of feud in the public. There's so few of you who are happen to be conservative and who are black and have this substantial platforms. And you know what? We live in a country where people are innocent until they're proven otherwise. And you should not lose your way of life because of allegations that have not been proven. We wish you well. Certainly, we will continue to have you on our platforms. Uh, we appreciate what you do. We appreciate what Candace Owens does because there's room for both of you. And hopefully, you can settle this and move on. But we really appreciate your joining the Armstrong Williams Show today for the clarification. And also, just know that you're in our prayers, you're in our thoughts. And we just hope that people don't just discontinue their association with you because of these allegations. I mean, you have so much to offer, and like I said, we wish you well in the future. If I could say one more thing, Armstrong, uh, I just want to say those private businesses that were accused of not being in good standing uh, during the pandemic and the lockdown, all city and state buildings were closed. Uh, that is why they didn't have their uh, standing up updated online. Uh, they are in good standing, and as COVID restrictions lift, uh, you will see that it just was not updated online. And so that's the information that she was going off of. Um, and I just hope that all those supporters of mine out there and donors and everybody that supported our run and now our pack understand that I am still the same person they have always known to be. It is sad in, uh, that we come to this point uh, that fake news can be produced as real news. Uh, but, you know, I am not that person and uh, they can trust me as usual moving forward. As we celebrate women of power, of character and influence, from around the world. And we Thank welcome you. back Kimberly Klasik, former Congresswoman running for Congress, Republican nominee in Maryland District 7. Love and support and people to understand you and not always judge you, no matter what it may appear. But that just that little justice, you said, I'm glad you showed up, girl. I'm glad you showed up in this house. How did that make you feel? And talk about that. I don't know how anybody is even feeling or even if they're believing some of those accusations. And so, you know, it's, it's so hurtful. I was so hurt. My family is hurt. Uh, but luckily, we do have some people out there that are supporting us. And I think there are a lot of people that have been in a situation like this before where you did have a colleague or a coworker, you know, starting trouble because maybe they saw you as a threat or I don't know even why it started the way it did, but it did, you know. And so you have to keep going forward. The only thing I hope, Armstrong, honestly, is that this doesn't discourage any new candidates, any fresh faces 
to step up and want to run for office within the GOP. I really hope that we did not do irreparable harm here by this silly, petty feud. You know, I want people to know if you feel that you can represent your community to the best of the ability, please do. I don't think there's anything such as uh, unwinnable districts. You know, there's going to be unwinnable districts, but unless you chip away at them, you're not going to win them ever. So we have some people that are playing the short-term game and some of us are playing the long game and we need both. And so I hope it doesn't discourage those individuals and I hope it doesn't discourage donors from donating directly to the candidates. I mean, many of us know that us candidates, we don't touch the treasury, right? That's why we have a treasurer. We don't write checks. We don't wire money. We don't withdraw cash. Um, the only people that don't understand that, unfortunately, are those that don't understand campaigning. And so when you have people, you know, speaking on these loud platforms, telling people about campaigning that has never campaigned in their life and don't understand it, you know, it's easy to manipulate people and make them think that that's true or that's fact. Um, so I guess the, a good thing that I learned through this is that we got to make sure people understand and get all the information that they need so they know exactly what us candidates are capable of doing, how much politics costs. You know, running a race for Congress costs a lot of money. And so, you know, I was very proud of my team for raising the money that we did, um, but we left close to a million dollars in the bank to make sure that we can run again because again we're playing the long game you know we knew what we stepped into and so i just hope that people still want to run for office even if they haven't run before even if they're past or whatever have you was a squeaky clean just understand that those are usually the best candidates because they understand the struggle those are the ones that really can represent the community for listening to this week's episode. 